0: This is Brandon Losey from Ringer's Landscaping. You're listening to 1590 WCGO Chicago Smart Talk. The Mike Novak Show starts in 2
1: Novak. I said Novak.
2: Uh, but I like the 2 no three, no one. That's my favorite part. That's
3: staying. Live from a cul-de-sac somewhere in Evanston, Illinois, it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. 20 years and counting as Chicago's go-to deep green gardening and environment program. Heard every Sunday morning on Chicago's Smart Talk.
4: Good planets are hard to find Temperate
5: zones and tropic climes True currents and thriving seas Wind blowing through breathing trees
4: Strong on and safe sunshine, will. Good planets are
3: hard to find. Good planets are in the Your questions, comments, and participation are always welcome at 847 475 1590 on Facebook and Instagram at The Mike Novak Show and at Mike Now on Twitter. And here they are She's Lean and He's Green Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. Right. No, she was up on the counter.
2: I know. That was good. <laughs> while, while we were having that little intro, uh, there was Peggy crawling up on the counter and adjusting the headroom on the camera shot because we're on Facebook Live. And John R. Armstrong, you're the first one today, Woo-hoo! John. Now, we're going to later in the day tell you how to win valuable Wally prizes on the show. And uh, as we used to say in the in the trade, but there's no scarves, no scarves. But only a few people are going to get that who are and, listening. Uh, but, uh, what was
6: that woman's store with the gift certificates? I forget that one.
2: I don't remember. But we've got, uh, this is sad. There's a gnome here uh, being carted away by a couple of pac Men like insects. <laughs> wow. And uh, I don't. nobody could, wait, is there a, wait, I'm going to take it ahead. Uh, yeah, might as well. we got four people there now yeah. watching on Facebook Live. And the rest of them. It is gonna, in two pieces. So. And they're going to see it. Is, I know, I figure it's, it's two pieces. All right. Okay, there is a a gnome
6: being lifted up to the camera, and you have to go to Facebook Live at the Mike Novak show to see it. Hey, it just got a couple of likes. There uh-huh. we go. Actually, John
2: Armstrong says, "Ooh, ooh." ooh.
6: So yes, you can tell it uh, is the
2: pre-holiday show. What are you doing with show. that thing? That's what I need to know. <laughs> what the heck? How do you? Why do you have that? Uh, it just appeared. And no, we didn't. You either bought it or somebody, somebody
6: gave it. Somebody gave it to me. All they, right. They had gotten themselves these critters ripping a lawn flamingo apart.
2: They were, what?
6: There's a There was another one. Where, uh, another these critters were it? ripping yeah. a lawn flamingo in uh, half. So,
2: okay. And now they're just.
6: Carting off a gnome. Carting
2: off a gnome, which is a good thing. And actually that's sort of, that's, uh, that's all part of the deal today too. We'll be talking gnomes later on. Yeesh. And other things, the good, the bad, and the woo of holiday gift-giving. What? Yeah, Whoa. Uh And it's, uh, you know, related to gardening. And, and and one of the things I found out about gardening is some of the worst tchotchkes in the world <laughs> are in gardening. In and, gardening it's, and it's world. one of the things that I have to fight. I walk into garden centers, and I want to grab sometimes grab the owners by the lapel and say, what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? This stuff is garbage. get it out of here but you can't really do that because because uh, there's
6: enough people that want that.
2: I'm not sure there are. I, you know I always assume that folks are like me. it's like mm-hmm. get rid of the junk, let's go past the junk and, and 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 that was one of the things I posted if you go to MikeNovak.net. And the blog, I spend the first third of the blog talking about why you shouldn't buy anything, why you shouldn't buy junk at all. It's a uh, uh, some, and we'll talk about that probably in the second hour today because uh, we've got some. Uh, let's say, uh, uh, tell folks what we're going to have on the show before I get ranting here, <laughs> um, and that is Michelle Byrne Walsh from uh, State by State Gardening and Chicago Land Gardening Magazine, which you've heard on this show occasionally. Uh, she will be here. Um, and, uh, we're going to talk about the good, bad, and the woo uh, of holiday hort and environmental gifts. Uh, and then on the second hour, speaking of those kinds of gifts, actually one that you might really find useful is a happy leaf led light, and they have been a sponsor on the show from time to time. So full disclosure, uh, and, uh, we will have, uh, Polly McGann and, Victor Zatteray, uh on the show to talk about uh, because they when we when the, we first talked to them a year ago, they had like one or two basic models and now it's it's gone nuts. It's a is whole it, fleet of it, them. It now. is. It's expanded. If you go to happyleafled.com you will see all the different things they have and if you want to grow stuff indoors, you want to start seeds, you want to grow stuff. I mean, I've got leafy stuff growing right now in my living room, believe it or not, uh, because I've got a couple of the LEDs from Happy Leaf. So they'll be on the second hour. But also, our buddy, Nick Fuller, from Natural Communities Native Plants. Uh, and uh, and he's giving away some stuff today, too. So uh, you folks watching on Facebook, you folks listening on the radio, you folks listening on the stream, uh, we are going to give away stuff, including one of those wonderful kits. Um, a uh, an, Anytime...
6: A- Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime, anytime garden, garden in, in a, a
2: box. box. Anywhere, anytime, garden in a box. Uh, and that retails for $65 bucks, uh, from Happy Leaf. We're going to give away three of those today and four $40 gift certificates to Natural Communities Native Plants. So we're going to tell you how to do that. So you got to stick around, listen, get your friends involved. Now. Nah. You get your friends involved, then they might win and you don't, and then you'll be really unhappy. Uh, And And join
6: us on Facebook Live?
2: Yeah, join us on Facebook Live or just listen uh, however you are right now in the car or at home on the computer, whatever. It's The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Molecki. We'll be talking weird gifts next.
6: It's time for Food Drive 2.0. The most popular form of giving in the U.S. is getting a makeover. And the Give Healthy movement and Amp Your Good are leading the way. It's now possible to donate fresh fruits and vegetables and other healthy foods to those facing hunger in our communities. Here's how it works. You visit the website of your food drive, pick out the healthy items you want to donate, and they do the rest. You get a tax receipt, folks get healthy food. Go to ampyourgood.org or givehealthy.org for details.
2: Hi, this is Ron Calgill from Mighty House. Are you looking for a cool ride that you can plug in so you can flip off the guy at the gas station? The Illinois Solar Energy Association is raffling off a 2017 Tesla Model X, and only 2,500 tickets will be sold. Go to Illinois Solar and click on the link to the Tesla raffle. You can buy one ticket for $100 or four tickets for $300. All the raffle proceeds will fully benefit the Illinois Solar Energy Association, a nonprofit working to advance solar energy development throughout the state of Illinois. The winner will be drawn on December 7th, 2017. That's IllinoisSolar.org. It might be winter, but you can still visit Farmer's Markets, hosted by many different Chicagoland houses of worship on select Saturdays and Sundays from now through April. Your purchase of local, sustainably produced food helps support regional farmers. The markets are organized by Faith in Place, a nonprofit which inspires people of diverse faiths to care for the earth through education, connection, and advocacy. For a market schedule and to learn more, go to faithinplace.org.
5: Once again, it's our privilege and pleasure to present for the 16th year of the Christmas program. Hi, I'm Mike Wallace, with a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffo, the first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Thelma Styra, Indiana State Fair Baking Champion, had to say about Fluffo. I love Fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh, man, that's some apple pie. Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow Fluffo is such a short shortening, makes pie crust so rich. Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get Golden Fluffle.
2: Thanks, Mike Wallace. And then we got to play this. This is my uh, favorite Christmas carol. The Klez Christmas? Of all time. Yes, the Clezmonauts. There we go. Have a very merry Klez Christmas to all of you. All right. So, and that gets our uh, holiday season underway uh, from now through, you know, that holiday, that one. Actually, through the new year, uh, you get to hear... Mm-hmm. All the uh, various holiday songs in my little trunk, and I've got my big bag. <laughs> See my big—it's back there. It's yes, packed full of goodies.
6: You've got your 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 stocking full of CDs.
2: Uh, uh, they're all ready to go, and and other stuff. In fact, uh, wait. Let's bring this down because I know this is this is pretty loud. But uh, uh, Mr. We'll, Turk
6: has joined us. Good morning, Bill.
2: We will also be playing this because it's the holidays. Oh. Oh, I gotta bring that down. Let's play that again.
5: <laughs> real butter.
2: All right, these are low. I'm gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, low. They are low, and that I got. I've got this up all the way. I don't know if there's any way to to increase the volume here. I will. I will try to do that before. They, Brandon's just shaking his head. He's going no. Brandon, he has no idea. Real <laughs> butter. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, welcome, welcome to the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Let's go to the phone line. Bring in Michelle Byrne Walsh. Michelle, good morning. Good
3: morning.
2: Hi, from uh, so far away. I mean, you're miles and miles and just decades and light years away from us. It's it's just a shame you can't be here in person. We appreciate that. You're it's
8: fa- the hinterlands of McHenry County. Yeah, really,
2: really. You know, <laughs> There's water do, rushing off the planet living out, out there. there. That's just nuts. That's just nobody <laughs> wants to live out that far, that far away. Uh, but uh, Michelle is here uh, not because she – hey, and by the way, Last year when you were on the show you mentioned that you were editing Ohio Gardener are you not doing that anymore? No, I still am. Well then you sent me a list but you didn't you didn't include you put Wisconsin and Indiana but you didn't put Ohio. Oh, uh,
8: well, I just thought for your listening area.
2: Oh. Okay. All right. Ohio forget it. If you're listening in Ohio, you don't count. All right? We're just we're just letting you know. Okay. So, I'm,
8: I'm I'm the editor of Pennsylvania Gardener, Ohio Gardener, Indiana Gardening, and Missouri Gardener.
2: That's uh that's confusing. And yes. of course uh, you're a contributor to Chicago Land Gardening Magazine, yes. which anybody who's listened to this show has heard and of course I do my column on the inside back mm-hmm. page of each and every issue. Uh, and uh gosh, how long have you been working with Chicago Land Gardening? That's kind of where you got your feet wet, right?
8: Definitely. In uh, 1997, I actually started, at the time they had had a column called The Green Shopper, and that's why I started with the products back mm-hmm. in 97.
2: Ah, well, see, that's great. There's the tie-in. There's the tie-in, and that's that's why you're here, because whenever I need to know about what's going on in the horticultural world and the, um, well, it's mostly with you, the horticultural world. Peggy and I sort of cover the environmental world as well. And and as I mentioned at the top of the show, unfortunately in the horticultural world, there's a lot of junk. Okay? Let's just let's just call a spade a spade here, uh, and not a shovel. Uh, meaning that there's there's some really goofy stuff out there that um that and, and I'm not sure why it's there. Well we'll get to that in a second. But this segment is called the good, the bad, and the woo. Wha, what uh, wha, uh uh-huh. holiday gifts and uh let's start with the good just to get the the stuff the boring stuff out of the way
6: got the drum roll ready
2: uh not a good drum roll i would have to get the drum roll from brandon if he's got a a, a drum roll there he's he's going to search that oh there he goes how long does that go
6: (laughs) as long as we want
2: That's a long time.
1: Me, 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 me,
2: me. All right, enough. Okay. There we go. Wow, that was forever. Wow. In radio time, that Wake was up. about three lifetimes. Okay. So let's start with our list of good stuff. And of course, at the very top of the list, uh, you're a good girl, Michelle, and you, of course, put. Uh, the magazines so uh, very briefly let's give up let's give a plug to our very own magazines because you ain't getting stuff like that uh, certainly around Chicago I, I I've always thought that Chicagoland Gardening magazine and I you know I've read other magazines around the country I think it's one of the best in the country Um, and um, and not just because I write for it not just because you <laughs> write for it Michelle uh, but it's a great magazine, mm-hmm. so uh, I hope that folks will consider getting subscription. If you go to my website, you can you can click on it. Basically, you go to ChicagolandGardening.com, um, or you can go to StateByStateGardening.com. And if you go to StateByStateGardening.com, you'll find 21 other magazines that you can subscribe to, like Indiana Gardening.
4: Gardening, yeah. Gardening,
2: <laughs> Wisconsin Gardening, or Ohio Gardener. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Pennsylvania Gardening. Okay, good. That uh, Michelle is the editor. Any other plug you want to put in for the mags?
8: Well, for the snowbirds, too, we now have Florida Florida Gardening. So you could buy a subscription to Florida Gardening as well as Chicagoland Gardening.
2: What's What's difficult about gardening in Florida? There's no winter, so you don't have to. You just throw stuff in the ground, you water it, and you walk away, right?
8: Maybe it's alligator repellent or something. <laughs>
2: It's possible. Okay, so those are the things uh, you can do. Now, the other thing is, is a lot of people like books, and books are good. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you uh, you suggested some books, and um, there's, some of them coincide with people we've had on the show. For instance, The Monarch, Saving Our Most Loved Butterfly by Kylie Baumley. Uh, we had her on the show to talk about that book earlier this year. Yeah, that's a
6: great book. Uh, yeah. It's uh, on
2: my list too. And it's you beat me to it. Uh it's very uh easily digested uh and has uh photos and graphs and and advice, uh not just information about our butter our monarchs, you know, uh and and how to save them. Uh and uh, what I'm hearing, uh Peg, aren't aren't we hearing that the numbers down in Mexico are good going into they the winter? They seem to be good this year, so better than they have been for the last couple of years. So that's good. Um, also, you had another book, Landscaping with Trees in the Midwest, by Scott A. Zanin, or Zanin, however you pronounce his last name. What do you know about that, Michelle?
8: Well, it's a great book, especially if you're looking to replace a tree that was felled by Emerald Ash Borer. But Scott lives in Ohio, and uh, the, the tree it, it's a page-by-page with a, listings of the different trees. And he includes a lot of things that you wouldn't think of otherwise, some that you'd have to kind of search out, but also a lot of native trees as well.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of natives, one of the uh, books that Peggy and I put on the list uh, is uh, Midwestern Native Shrubs and Trees by Charlotte Edelman and Bernard L. Schwartz. They were on the show this year, um, and they've written a couple of great books about natives. Uh, and, and that will help you if you're going that route. The uh, Peregrine Returns, The Art and Architecture of an Urban Raptor Recovery. And I put that on the list because the, the illustrations alone are worth the price of admission. It's really a very lovely book. And, um, and it also introduces you to the idea of peregrines in the city, which now live on, uh, uh, along ledges and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just fascinating. Yeah, uh,
6: Mary and Peggy were on. They were guests, yes, they were, Mary Hannon and uh, Peggy McNamara.
2: They were guests on our show. Uh, Bees and Identification and Native Plant Forage Guide by Heather Holm. And by the way, all of these books are on uh, my website, mikenovac.net. If you go to this week's show, you will see the list and their links to them. And, and, uh, and, I, and I have to say one thing. Michelle, you said, oh, and you can get them all on Amazon, and I erased that, that you put that there, okay? Okay. I'm not a fan of Amazon at all, okay. and uh, and I'm like the only person in the world who's not putting into Jeff Bezos' pockets. Um, I, th- I, I always put a link to the publisher, uh, if I can, or the person's homepage, because a lot of these people who write have their own uh, websites, and if they want to direct you to Amazon, that's their business. My feeling is... I'm not going to be that guy, but that's just me, just just me uh, being cranky in my old age.
8: No, uh, it's a good idea because some of the authors too, if they sell you the book personally, they'll inscribe it for you as well mm-hmm. and sign it.
2: Yeah, something you want you want to keep in mind. Uh, last but not oh no wait, Epic Tomatoes by Craig LaHoulier. He's been also on the show. Up oh, and here we had comes a, Audie the dog. Audie the dog just wandered in the studio. If you hear a bark or a. That's Audie the dog. I don't know. Did Audie? Yes, you can see if you, on Facebook. Yeah, there's Audie tail wagging. Hi, Audie. Um, and then finally, the last, last but not least, you added this, but I left it on the list, which is Attack of the Killer Asparagus by that Mike Novak guy. And um, sure, you can get that. You can go around the block Press. The link is right there if you click on Attack of the Killer Asparagus. Uh, I still have uh, some of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, they, they're kind of on demand, so and I got a like on that. Look at that. There's a couple of likes.
6: <laughs> and you will autograph that too.
2: I will definitely autograph that. I'll even personalize an autograph if uh, somebody you know and all of these books make great holiday gifts for your gardener uh, and environmental friends because some of them are about that about saving bees or saving peregrines or um, saving killer asparagus. So there we go. That's our book list. Now, the other thing you met. Oh, there's Audie. Audie, keep it down. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> she she likes asparagus, apparently. I guess she does. Uh, so then you also say, uh, Michelle, shop local is one of your big deals. And that's mine, too. Uh, not only shop local, but shop independent. My, you know, my deal is uh, for gardeners. Please shop at an independent garden center, because if you don't do that, they will go away. And then it'll be like books where you can't go to a local bookstore because they don't exist anymore because Jeff Bezos uh, sucked them all up and destroyed them with his little thumb. He just went. Um, So if we want to keep those independent centers going, we need to visit them, don't we?
8: Oh, I agree completely. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, too, sometimes you walk in and you know what you want to do, but you don't quite know how to do it or if there's a product available to do it, and the garden centers can help
9: you.
2: Yep, they can. Absolutely. So I uh, want to let folks know about that. But you also mentioned the Chicago Botanic Garden Online Store and, yes. the, and the Morton Arboretum Online Store, and the links are there. You can go there. Um, and you said you love the vintage tote bag at the botanic garden or the uh uh yeah or the travel or mug. The the travel mm-hmm. mug, yeah. I've got my travel mug right here as everybody's watching can can see. Uh so uh yeah that's my advice too is is if you can shop local, especially shop independent. I think that's gotta be sort of the, the mantra.
6: And let the store owners know that you're purposely shopping local.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, we mentioned, uh, Peggy and I mentioned the Happy Leaf Grow Lights. Uh, we're going to get to that more in the second hour. But we want to give away, uh, I think we should try to do that. We're going to try an experiment here. You folks watching on Facebook um, and uh, and listening on the radio and wherever you are. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away one of the $65 kits the anywhere anytime garden in a box kit that features an LED and a bunch of other stuff, and all you need is a mason jar, and you set up and you go. Um, and how do you want to do this? You want to do our five thing that we were talking about? Can we handle that, Peggy?
6: We can. We can try.
2: All right, we're going to try something different. We need likes on the Facebook page. Uh, there's there's one of three ways you can win this. You could be the fifth like on Facebook you got to go to the Mike Novak show on new Facebook new like new like yeah that's right if you already like us it's not much you can do it can be the fifth new like on Facebook the fifth new follower on Twitter at @mike now m i k e n o w again the Facebook page is the Mike Novak show so if you're you haven't liked the Mike Novak show go there and if you're the fifth one you'll get this or the fifth caller at 847-475-1590 so you got to do some work this is not for free We're not just giving this away. So any one of the three, call us at 847-475-1590. We'll take the fifth caller uh, or the fifth like that pops up on Facebook or the fifth follow on Twitter, at Mike Now.
6: And that isn't just clicking like on a post. That's going to the Mike Novak show and Uh, uh, liking the
2: page. Yes, yes, you got to like the page, yes. And if you don't know how to do that, I can't help Then call us. (laughs) Then call (laughs) us because that that will be a a lot easier. We're going to try to figure this out. All right. More with Michelle Byrne Walsh, the good, the bad, and the what? Huh? Of Holiday Hort Gift Ideas, 847-475-1590. The Mike Novak Show on Facebook or at MikeNow on Twitter. It is The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki, and we'll be right back.
3: Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? Hey, this is Peggy. When I speak at local events, people
6: often ask me, aren't you the Peggy in Natural Awakenings ads? And that makes me happy because it reminds me that Chicagoans want to lead healthier lives. And Natural Awakenings magazine helps them do just that. Natural Awakenings is the greenest, healthiest magazine in the Chicago area. Each month, we bring you the latest information about health and wellness, complementary medicine, fitness and exercise, raising healthy kids, and even keeping your pets healthy. You'll find articles about healthy homes, too, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. And if you love good food, you'll always find tasty recipes and healthy cooking hints. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in more than 1,100 locations throughout the city, as well as suburban Cook, Lake, and McHenry counties. And it's free. Or visit us at nashicago.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more.
5: It's eggnog time. Eggnog time. Lucerne eggnog time. time. Have plenty of loosened eggnog ready when the doorbells chime. Lucerne. Lucerne, oh, yeah, wow. So nice, all
1: mixed and ready to pour. Serve Lucerne eggnog to your friends.
5: Get Lucerne eggnog at your safe place now. So I did what I should, hung my stocking
2: on the
5: wall, didn't get a thing at all. Don't believe in Christmas, don't believe in Christmas, don't believe in Christmas, cause not get
2: nothin' last year. Exactly, if you didn't get nothing last year, you don't believe in Christmas. <laughs> Welcome back uh, to, oh, look at Mark Magalski. Are you related to Mark Magalski, Mr. Brandon?
10: That would be my dad.
2: Oh, hey dad. Hey dad, How are, he's, you, dad he's one of our new Facebook Page likes oh, too. is he? Oh, mm-hmm. he's trying to win. He's trying to win. He's, uh, yeah, and he's eligible. Just because he's related to Brandon, it's uh, it's not disqualifying. Normally, it would be. I'd say anybody who knows you, Brandon, would be disqualified, but uh, your dad is definitely uh, is in. Okay, uh, we're talking to Michelle Byrne Walsh uh, from State by State Gardening and other a whole bunch of places, and we're trying to give away uh, one of those. There's
6: two left on Facebook.
2: Uh, we got three likes already. Yep. All right. Uh, If you like us, new like on Facebook, or uh, have we checked the follows on uh, tweet? Yep. Okay, on Twitter. No, I haven't seen those. Okay. Uh, You might win the Anywhere, Anytime Garden in a Box kit from...
10: Or Fifth Caller.
2: Happy Leaf LED, or the Fifth Caller. Oh, Oh, we we had a Fifth Caller.
10: Yes, we got calls right away.
2: Oh, great. Well, then, I think we should give away. Who was our Fifth Caller? Have you got a name there?
10: Steve Simon.
2: Steve it's Simon Carpentersville. in Carpentersville, Woo-hoo! you're getting one. You're getting one of those uh, things. Now, we I, we may give away another one to the fifth Facebook like uh, and or Twitter. So keep trying that. So uh, the calls have come in. Steve Simon's got himself uh, one of those uh, anywhere, anytime garden in uh, box kits. Let's get back to our list with Michelle Byrne Walsh. Oops. I think we should go. I'm going to whip really through quickly through the good uh, finish up the Cobrahead mini weeder you really like that yes um do you have one of those you must
8: i have the original one because i use it for raised beds and i need the extra reach
2: uh-huh
8: but this one's a shorter one so it'd be mm-hmm. nicer for container gardening or if you don't you know if, if your bed's a little bit closer up to the surface
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah a uh, raised bed, maybe, and yeah, they're 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 good cultivators. So uh, you you might want to consider that. And they've been around a while, and they're pretty reputable. So uh, the Cobrahead, um, I put products from the University of Minnesota that benefit the Monarch Joint Venture, and Monarch Joint Venture is doing things to preserve our monarch butterflies, of course. Uh, conservation programs, and they've got all kinds of swag. And the only one that I have an issue with is, is, is this monarch butterfly seems to be disintegrating, and I'm thinking, mm. that's not a good metaphor here, but I think it's disintegrating into other little monarch butterflies. So, anyway, but you the links are there for that. Um, and you mentioned monarchbutterflygarden.net, Peggy, because they got a cube? I, I, You know, they don't call it a cube. You called it a cube. No,
6: they call it a cube. I mean, I at least one. There, well, one's a cube and the other a little taller. So these are, um, there's a lot of different things out there that you can raise butterfly and swallow, uh, monarch and swallowtail and other caterpillars from your garden, keep them safe from predators. There's a small one that's a cube. There are bigger ones. There's a brand new one they introduced that sits three feet tall. The sides zip down. Mm-hmm. So you can put new milkweed in and out. You can clean out the... Uh, the but the butterfly poop, as they say,
2: so you don't have to construct your own place to raise monarch butterflies you can yep. you can buy one if you and they've got them.
6: books and other things up there too
2: yeah uh and then finally uh, natural communities native plants we'll be talking to Nick fuller, owner operator in the second hour, uh so we'll have more on that. And those are all good things. that's the good list. let's go to the bad list uh oh dump bum uh now your first one michelle it's bad but you i think you mean bad is in a good way right Bad
8: in a good way right
2: what's a gorilla cart
8: it's like a little red wheelbarrow on steroids (laughs) so it's a it's got pneumatic tires and a steel frame and it's got a polymer cart or you know the the bed where you'd put things Mm -hmm. and so when you when you tow it along the wheels kind of move independently and you get the suspension but it'll carry up to 600 pounds and then when you get to where you want to dump your load there the cart actually has a little release latch and it's like a dump truck i'm gonna have to look into that
6: wow
2: Wow. usually i just tip the uh radio flyer wagon over Mm. and then i have to write it back but this way you can do it uh like like a real dump truck
6: you could actually plan it tipping over yeah
2: exactly (laughs)
8: Unlike and mine. it'll carry as much as a wheelbarrow will. And for women, at least for me, I'm always flipping wheelbarrows over because I don't have the upper body strength, so this helps that way.
2: You say it does carry as much or it does not? does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you get it uh, re- in a retail store or do you have to get it online?
8: No, if you go online, there's several retailers, including some of the big box stores and garden centers as well.
2: Sure. Uh, you know, and and that that's my caveat for shopping local and independent. If you got something like this and it's at a box store, my feeling is, eh, I suppose. You know, tools tools at a box store are different from buying plants at a at an a independent uh uh garden center. All right, so that the gorilla cart is on the bad, but that's bad in a good way. That's like you bad. Uh, one, of, you know, on my list of bad is anything with the word chia in front of it. Cha cha chia? Exactly. It could be cha chia or just chia, uh, or chia. Uh, or those little jars of or chia, chia uh, in the grocery store? Anything too. with chia yeah. in front of it is bad. Stay away. Period. That's just me. <laughs> All right. I
8: actually got a chia zombie for my birthday.
2: Oh uh, no! Did you did you put it together? Did you water it and get it going, or is it still in the box?
8: Well, it it worked, but it's since died.
2: Well, I probably get right, and then what do you do with the chia? That's a dead chia, okay? It
8: was a zombie. I think it. It's supposed uh, it, to, come, it's back supposed to come
2: back to life, but it didn't, right? Well, speaking <laughs> of zombies, well, okay, let's go there. Gnomes, okay, any kind of gnome. Uh, G n o m e s gnome. 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 Uh, I think any kind of gnome is bad, but Peggy found a whole bunch of them, and if you go to MikeNovak.net, there's a couple of photos. Like the the the. T- <laughs> my favorite is. Gnomezilla, okay, because <laughs> it's a Godzilla thing. That's it's chewing up and trampling gnomes, which is perfect if you ask it's me. Right at the
6: top own, of
8: today's blog post, I own G- Gnomezilla. He is adorable.
2: <laughs> oh, do you really? I should yeah. I should have known you had Gnomezilla.
6: <laughs> so she's probably got the zombie gnome too. No, I didn't.
8: I don't. Uh, he's often awesome too, though. I don't. There's pictures on your website there.
2: Yeah. The- <laughs> The zombie gnome, and game you know, of gnomes, game of gnome, and you know, when you hear that, all oh, I've heard that before. It's like that that joke is out of control. It needs to stop right now.
6: I kind of like the one with these solar powered hats; you can still see it at night.
2: uh Exactly, and then you've got Gottfried, the gigantic garden gnome statue at four feet, and then there's one at eight and a half feet. Yeah, like you want an eight and a half foot gnome in your backyard? Okay, so those those are on the list too. In case you really want them. OK, the links are there. Uh, I was fascinated by your take, Michelle, on garden journals. You're not. Yeah. Tell tell me about that, OK?
8: Well, you know, I write for a living and you'd think that that would be my thing and I would love that. But every time I get one, all I can think of is homework. Mm-hmm. It just It's just a big bummer. A lot of people use the journals and they record their planting times, they record the varieties that they planted or any problems or successes. Because if you record it in the fall, you'll remember in the spring if you need to use some sort of a preventative measure or fungicide or what have you. But I just look at it like, oh, it's school all over again.
6: <laughs> I know
2: it's more work, yeah. yeah.
6: Or I can't figure out where I put the journal. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Believe me, I, I think I tried once, once, and I, I've been doing this for a long time, for decades. Uh, and um, that uh, that didn't work for me either. So don't give me a journal because it's going <laughs> it's going nowhere. Uh, and the other thing I didn't quite get because I've never seen one. The, your comment about fire pots. What's a mm-hmm. fire pot, and why is it not a good idea?
8: It's a ceramic pot, and it's got a cup in the center, about two or three inches across and about two or three inches deep. And initially, they when they came out, you were supposed to purchase a a lique, kind of a liquid gel that was infused with ethanol so it would burn. And you poured the gel into that centered cup and then lit it. And so it made kind of a large flame on the ceramic pot. Hmm. But in 2011, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission recalled all of that uh, gel because nice. it can sputter. And <laughs> then once it gets on you, it's kind of like napalm. It sticks and it stays on fire. So people were getting burned. But I was amazed. I went to a big box store, which I won't name, and they're still selling these, <clears> but they're using a solid fuel instead, more like a sterno. But I still think it's a terrible idea. It's just a very tippy kind of, uh, you know, ceramic pot that you'd put on a let a, a picnic table, and mm-hmm. someone gets up and tips this over, and now you've got fire everywhere.
2: Holy smoke! And and you and the side the side use for that is they launch rockets with it into outer space. So uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Elon Musk Elon Musk thank you. thank you. I, I was like a search in my brain Elon Musk was not coming up. It's because he doesn't have a real name that's a, that's a pseudonym. Uh, but yeah so Elon Musk takes that stuff and he launches rockets with it so uh, Crazy. okay all right before we get to the what Whoa. as in you gotta be kidding me that people are actually trying to sell this stuff let's give away one more thing. Uh, let us give away a gift certificate, $40 gift certificate to Natural Communities Native Plants. Now, here's the way it's going to work. You're, have you been watching to see how many new likes we have mm-hmm. on Facebook? Do we have, a, do we have a fifth? No. All right. We get a fifth like on Facebook. I can't believe it. <laughs> we got to beg for likes on Facebook. Uh, but if we get a fifth like, you got it. Otherwise, call us at 847-475-1590. And once again... Should we make the fifth caller or make it harder this time? I think we make it harder. We make it the seventh caller. The seventh caller gets a $40 gift certificate to Natural Communities Native Plants. Uh, With a caveat, if you've won this year on the show, you're not eligible. Just letting you know. You can't just keep scooping up the goodies. So uh, 847-475-1590, 847-475-1590, and you will get yourself a $40 gift certificate to Natural Communities Native Plants. I have... I put a bunch of those in the ground. I slammed mm-hmm. a bunch of natives in the ground. I've transformed my front, and I'm almost done ripping out the old shrubs. Don't tell um, our friend, the Rosarian, um, Chris Chris Van Cleve, no. who's, who's going to be on next week. But I'm ripping out one of my rose shrubs. I'm just getting it out of there.
6: I know nothing.
2: <laughs> and I'm going to put in a nat- some natives there, so just letting you know. Uh, Michelle Byrne-Walsh is on the phone and when we come back uh not only are we going to give away uh that wonderful prize and we'll give phones them. are ringing yeah uh he and and you gotta wait till Brandon gets to the commercial break he can't do anything <laughs> until he gets to the commercial break okay uh but not only will we give that away we will talk more about the good and the bad and we're on the category of the what? the what uh it's the mike novak show with peggy malecki it's the first of our holiday shows don't go away Here's the bad news. One out of every six Americans doesn't know where their next meal will come from. What's the good news? You can help. This year, instead of decorating your holiday table with flowers, use an arrangement of fresh, uncut fruits and veggies, which can be donated to a local food pantry. Share a photo of your centerpiece with the hashtag AmpleCenterpiece, and you could win a $50 gift certificate to Gardener Supply Company. Go to AmpleHarvest.org holiday to learn more. If you're looking to invest in an electrical car or truck, make sure to hire a state-licensed electrical
11: contractor. The installation of that charger will require a permit in most municipalities. So make sure to check the ICC website for a certified contractor at icc.illinois.gov. You can also call DNR Services Unlimited. They've been a licensed electrical contractor since 1992. Visit their website at RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. It'll be easy to find someone cheaper, but a lot harder to find someone better.
6: Christmas spirits all around me, but I just don't feel a thing.
2: That's just sad.
6: Christmas spirits all around me,
7: but I just don't.
2: and welcome back to the Mike Novak Show with uh, Peggy Malecki. I don't know what we, you were— We
6: with. have a winner on Facebook, somebody who took our advice, took your advice. No, and
2: they—did did they unlike and then like yep. back?
6: Who and it that? happens to be Mark Magalski.
2: Ah! <laughs> Mark Magalski is our winner. That's uh, and, and I know he's Brandon's dad, but uh, that didn't give him a leg up. Your dad just won uh, on— uh, did you get uh, seven callers there too? All right, we'll give uh, two away then. We'll give away uh, who's our seventh caller? Francis Francis Beck from Oak Lawn gets a ding. Gets a ding as well. So, so uh, and and uh, we asked our folks on uh, Facebook Live if they had goofy gifts that they wanted to tell us about. John R. Armstrong says the rotato. I don't even know what that is. Now I'm going to have to look that up and see what the rotato is. <laughs> i don't know john also said he still had his Ktel gifts uh cool uh K-tel. the rotato sounds really scary actually all right we so we got to wrap this up and and uh and by the way we've got a lot of folks listening and uh, uh bill turk uh from a playtime with sid yiddish and bill turk featuring Carrie kendall is listening he says you guys sound great today thanks bill uh but what about the other days is what I want to know about Bill. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh Scott Waggisback, Alderman from the 32nd ward. I don't know if he's actually listening, but he liked, uh, the videos. So he might've just been cruising by. So hope you're listening, Scott. Uh, and let's go back to our goofy gifts for the holidays. And let's start with Michelle Byrne Walsh. You said something about air plants and I'm kind of, Kind of curious about that. Why do you have an issue with the air plants?
8: Well, they're strange looking. They look plastic. They <laughs> don't grow in anything. And they're a lot of trendy.
6: In... Pardon? They're very trendy right now.
8: Oh, very. And then we put them in these these uh, glass balls sort of thing. So they look even more alien because they're now hanging from the ceiling in this glass ball with no soil. <laughs>
2: Okay,
6: gathering dust. Uh, you know, staring at you. I
2: wouldn't have. I wouldn't have picked that, but uh, that's okay. I. I think you, you know you're the expert, and and that's the thing. You get these pitches all the time, don't you, Michelle? When you're yes. an editor for a magazine, yes. I can't even imagine the stuff that comes over the transom mm-hmm. that you have to look at. Uh, oh,
8: and with the press releases, like you said, some of these gadgets that solve the horrible problem of you having to stick your finger inside the christmas tree
0: yes yeah.
2: <laughs> we got to get to that one well, let's do it right now because that's one of the ones i received the evergreen elf and i hope they're not listening okay uh the evergreen elf monitors water levels in christmas tree stands and gives an audio and visual alert when water is too low uh and here's their subject line on the on the on the uh the email was Never stick your hand in dirty Christmas tree water again. Okay, yeah, that was not one at the top of my list of problems. Don't you wake up
6: and think about that every day? (laughs) I
2: do actually. Oh my goodness! And then they they have this video of like trees catching on fire. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna have to play. I got a song that 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 works for that. So, holy smoke! I guess literally. Uh, yeah. So. There you go. Uh, that's that's one of the ones I got. Yeah. So that, that,
6: uh, yeah, it, and it, it, I get a ton of those too. Like I got the uh, grow organic gourmet mushrooms right out of the box in just ten days with the award winning Back to the Roots Mushroom Farm. Well, the problem was <laughs> I kept getting that email again and again oh, and really? again and again. So it's it's on the what
2: list? Yeah, it's that's definitely got to be on the what. List. Uh, here's... That
8: would be a fabulous gift for a bachelor so he could put that in his fridge and then it'll just sprout and
2: he won't know what it is. <laughs> and by the way, speaking speaking of that uh, song, the Christmas tree's on fire, it's burning down the house. Planes are getting higher, and I'm trying to put it out. I'm
6: beating it back with a tube sock and a cushion. And I'm tube sock. <laughs> <Christmas> <laughs>
2: Wow. Wow. wow! Okay. Uh, now, one of the ones that, uh, this is actually really important, uh, Michelle. You talked about birdhouses that look cute but don't work. What's yes. the problem with them?
8: Well, as you know, different species have different uh, hole diameter requirements. Mm-hmm. Like a wren a, a nesting box is, has a very small hole, and then chickadees can also use it too. But typically the house sparrows can't get into it. But when I just did a, a brief search on about birdhouses, everything that came up was completely not applicable to actual birds. So I And it's, it kind of it, goes with your idea that it works a lot for of squirrels. is junk. Well, yeah, squirrels, exactly. Or, or just, again, the house sparrows or the cowbirds that displace the native species. So if you really do want to give someone a nice nesting box for Christmas,
4: it's
2: yes.
8: the time to look up birdhouse specifications for the species you actually want to attract.
2: That's not or, a bad idea. Or build idea. your own.
8: Yes, or build your
6: own.
2: But you have to build them to specifications. Yep. So uh, the idea being that go to, as uh, uh, Michelle said, and we put the links here, go to Wild Birds Unlimited or Duncraft. Uh, or walk into a, a, one of those stores and ask, and just talk mm-hmm. to people. You learn a lot from from folks who work there. And one of the other things you mentioned, uh, Michelle, was garden flags. Okay, yeah, you're you're not a fan of the garden flag thing, eh?
8: Well, we've been looking at these things for decades. You know, it's it's those little flags that are in the front door that say welcome or beware of the cat or. Things. What what about
2: what about the big W? That's something else, right? Yeah, no, yeah. not much. Go. Oh, uh, never mind. Anyway, yeah. So you got you got all these different weird flags that say, "Hi, I'm a gardener," or whatever. Beware the cat, as you say here. Think spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well,
8: and it's just we've seen these for years and years and years, and I think they've lived their their youthful life.
2: Well, somebody's gonna have to come up with a different version. Now, here's something else that uh, Peggy found. The mushroom, back to roots mushroom farm. Okay, Peggy, take it away.
6: Well, as, as uh, Michelle was saying, you could get that for The Bachelor, put it in his fridge, and he'll wonder what it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you know, or, yeah, in my house, you just leave it's it a good on. good
10: assumption that guys like me look in their fridge.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, for guys like you, Brandon, it's just a big old bottle of Febreze, you know? That's just like.
6: And and I would say if you are going to buy a mushroom kit, again, you can
2: buy it locally. River Valley
6: Ranch sells them locally.
2: Okay. And the last one, I can't believe we're getting them all in today, um, was the weirdest one. And Peggy found this. It's something called Noble.
6: Nobilified.
2: Nobilified, I guess. I guess.
6: You can have an oil painting done um, with you and your pet you have to take a selfie you've got to send photos you choose some famous old master
2: and they put they pop your head and your dog's head into this iconic painting uh and it only costs you like 180 bucks or 200 bucks to get a real and they have these people painting them <laughs> uh they, they must you know i don't know how many da Vinci's they've they've done and one of their one of their uh, nobilified paintings just sold for 450 million dollars i think um, the other day at auction, and yeah,
6: you know, we but missed th- the the Christmas cutoff. It was November twenty fifth.
2: Oh no! So we can't do it for Christmas.
6: You can have it for for New Year's.
2: Yay! Well, that's actually a good thing. Uh, but it's just weird. You get a a painting of you and your dog's head in a in, in an iconic uh, historical painting, and that's just really weird. You can and the, tell
6: and- you want one of those, Michelle.
8: Well, I think every dog should be nobilified and look like Henry <laughs> VIII. <or something. laughs>
2: And, and we didn't even put on the uh, Yoga with Cats. I, I didn't even get to the Yoga with Cats. What was that all about? That was a book. Okay. And, and and actually, cats do the best yoga, and the only thing you're going to learn from a cat is that you can't stretch as well as a cat can. <laughs> That's all you're going to learn, uh, because they're the best. Michelle Byrne Walsh, uh, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show and talk about crazy stuff you can uh, check out statebystategardening.com, and I guess we'll talk to you next year.
8: Oh, thank you so much. Happy holidays.
2: Same Happy holidays. to you.
1: Captain's log, stardate date 42326.1. The enterprise is under attack by an apparently hostile
11: life form. Mr. Wolf, status report. Inexplicable, Captain. They appear to be perambulating vegetables. We are being stalked by stalks
5: of asparagus.
2: That is incorrect, Mr. Worf. Asparagus officinalis, or killer asparagus, was the subject of a very popular 21st century tome by the brilliant author Mike Novak.
11: Mike Novak. I'm familiar with his work.
2: Mike Novak was one of the smartest, funniest people in the horticultural world of the 21st century.
1: Sound red alert. Shields up. Tell me more,
11: Mr. Data.
2: He has been variously compared to Mark Twain, Dave Barry, and Edgar Allan Poe.
11: Edgar Allan Poe? author of my favorite children's stories.
2: Captain, I am attempting to access a copy of the masterpiece. Hmm, it seems to be available online at aroundtheblockpress.com.
11: Aroundtheblockpress.com. Aroundtheblockpress.com.
2: Yes, Mr. Wong. Yes, Captain. (laughs) Aroundtheblockpress.com. How many times can I say it?
3: Welcome to the second hour of the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Call us with your questions and comments at 847 475 1590. Here they are again, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. Whenever my head starts to hurt, before it goes from bad to feeling worse, I turn off my phone, I get down low, and put my hands in the dirt.
2: I try to. Welcome start the back to the Mike Novak Show. With Peggy Malecki, and in the second hour, a little more of the same, are are we about to, we're about to go with the P-O-L-P-O. There's uh, Peggy. And we're live. Uh, And I'm trying to find that article you were talking about. You sent, was it like in the Trib, or was it?
6: No, it was not in the Trib or the Sun-Times. It was in like a court journal, a Cook County court journal. Really? Yeah. that's. It was very strange that it didn't make the Trib or the Times. Because now Thames. I need to
2: find what, because I'm interested in it. Last week we talked to Mitch McNeil from Surf Rider about U.S. Steel and how they're dumping chromium into Lake Michigan and how they were trying to cover it up. And what was interesting is that we had him on the show in the morning and by the afternoon the city of Chicago announced that it was suing. Uh, U.S. Steel for that. And 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 actually, one of the most interesting parts of that is that the attorney general and the governor of Indiana are doing nothing. They're sitting on their hands. You people who live in Indiana should be outraged. You should be absolutely outraged at that. It's, what the heck are you doing or not doing? Okay. And there's more to this story than you even know. And we're going to find out more. And it's going to get uglier. As the information comes out is all I can say about it right now. Um, yeah, there's
6: a lot nobody's saying,
2: um, uh, and it's because it's now turned into a lawsuit. And so Peggy tells me that there, uh, well, that well, there's something else that we're going to look up at a second. But anyway, uh, I I talked to Mitch after the show, and he says, yeah, there's there's more information. So so we got these two very important deals going on about uh, you know, Lake Michigan is being attacked from both ends from The Indiana side, where U.S. Steel is putting hexavalent chromium into the water. And then in the north, where we've got the Enbridge-5 pipeline, which is in danger of rupturing.
6: Ah, 60 years old. Ah, No problem. No problem.
2: 64 years old, to be precise. We'll deal with it. uh, Don't worry. We're fine.
6: And then you've got the Keystone XL. Which leaked. Which which leaked, and which safety is by law not something that they are considering when Nebraska issued the permit
2: well Nebraska. well no, no
6: they they moved it around the aquifer, so they're going around the back right, but back, safety itself
2: <laughs> no yeah of the company, no, I'm yeah I'm,
6: that that's a whole other topic for another show
2: that is a whole not well, and we will definitely cover that, so, but the other article you didn't find it out yeah, I did, oh, okay. Uh, and, and the reason this comes up is because I posted something the other day, and we talked about it briefly at the beginning of today 's show about how we 're losing darkness we 're losing our night on the planet earth we 're really we are we 've got too many lights, and we don 't pay any attention to how they 're spread around and it 's disrupting circadian rhythms and causing actually causing physical illness in us. Uh, I, I saw somebody post something yesterday about it it causes as much damage as as some pesticides. Uh, But we don't pay any attention to it except for people like Audrey Fisher from the Chicago Astronomical Society who has alerted us to this. And we've been doing this, Mm -hmm. covering this now for several years on the Mike Novak show, trying to get the city of Chicago to pay attention because they're swapping out 270,000 of their lights. And what are you finding out about that, Peggy? So
6: the headline that hit this past week dated November 20th, Chicago hit with antitrust action over lighting project. An Illinois-based lighting company called Neptune has slapped the city of Chicago with an antitrust suit, saying the city wrongfully relaxed proposal rules in its subcontractor request for modernized outdoor lighting so it could use the less energy-efficient GE lighting products it already knew it wanted to use. Surprise! So it's a federal court complaint. Um, It said uh, it uses a higher wattage, and the— Colors wrong, and they should have used the Neptune lights, which were proven to be better.
2: So you're wait, you're not telling me that the game <gasps> the game is rigged? Not in Chicago? No, no. come That's
10: on, it's not just Chicago; it's a statewide project. They've already started doing it in the suburbs. Uh, Tinley Park just had all their lights switched out by the state of Illinois.
2: Well, this is
6: specifically the city of Chicago. Yeah, on this lawsuit, uh,
2: and and we have to look at this uh, uh, some more. Because what's going to happen is, and they're going to get it wrong, and I've talked about this you know, a year ago, they're going to get it wrong. We're going to have all this light. It's going to be too bright. It's going to be directed everywhere, and not only is it not going to fix things, it's going to make things worse, and they're going to say, yeah, but we're saving money. I mean, that's all they're looking at is the LEDs, and I know Ron Calgill is listening, and he's talked about the degrees Kelvin. You want it at 2,700 degrees Kelvin. Now that doesn't mean anything to a lot of people, but people who are installing this know shouldn't look blue. It shouldn't look blue. Blue, blue. If it if it skews toward the blue spectrum, it's doing damage. All right. It should be towards the yellow spectrum because that's what we get out here. That's what sun looks like, Uh, and it should not be above twenty seven hundred Kelvin. And it shouldn't be
6: facing up. So I'm
2: betting that they're putting in three thousand Kelvin in the city of Chicago. I don't know. Drive out uh, to the
10: south suburbs, it is like daytime at night.
2: Where where have they installed this, do you know? So Well, my dad works for Tinley Park Public
10: Works, Yeah, and he told me that the village, they had nothing to do with it. The state came by, they paid an outside contractor to come in and do it.
2: Ugh, this is a story we're going to investigate. You know anybody in the Tinley Park government there? Uh? I do. <laughs> oh, my... I'll tell you what, during the break, we'll talk about this. Okay, see? We're going to be following this. Oh, oh also, Rick DeMaio's here today. We didn't mention that in the first hour, so... We'll find out about this fabulous weather. All right, we're going to talk LED lights. Speaking of lighting, next it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. We hope you stick around.
6: Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? Well, that's never going to happen at Organic Roots Eco Salon. They use only the safest, most natural professional hair products available to make sure you get great color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their salon products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins typically found in hair color perms and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots also offers a complete menu of safe straightening treatments, including the non-toxic
2: Are you ready to take your holiday giving to a new level? Get involved with the Give Healthy movement. Here's how it works. You visit the webpage of the drive you want to support. Pick out the food items you want to buy. They'll deliver them for you once the drive is over. You get a tax receipt, folks get healthy food, boom, done. They'll also work with your organization or food drive. Go to ampyourgood.org or givehealthy.org for details.
5: What was that? Okay.
2: Santa- Welcome back to the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Mlecki. As you can tell, it's that time of year where we have all the goofy songs and the goofy drop ins. If I could get some volume on this, now i got to figure out how to. This part works great because I'm playing it off the CD, but it's the. Uh, other ones in the computer that are the issue but you don't need to know that because you're just listening so let's just go to the phone lines and bring in our guests and that's uh polly mcgann victor zatteray how you guys doing good mike how are you fabulous uh hello from the wilds of oregon illinois it's a beautiful day out here today oh it's a beautiful day everywhere here in the neighborhood polly are you there I'm here oh. in
12: the wilds of
2: Oregon. Yeah, I love it uh, mm-hmm. out there in the, and and I got to tell you I've been to their place. Uh I think Victor you should you should describe it a little bit. It's sort of a it's almost a model home on the side of a hill, energy efficient, solar panels. Uh you got prairie uh, uh growing out in, uh, in in a lot of native plants growing on this land. How many acres do you have there? We have
0: uh, fifteen acres, and I. You're right. We have sort of the the, the dream house, I think, out here. It's uh, <laughs> passive solar, and today it's it's uh, it's not real cold out, but it's you know it's 75 degrees in the house with no heating system.
2: And I really should hate you guys. I really should because <laughs> uh, but I don't. But you so, can't. But it's it's just I know because they're so nice. It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> you guys are ridiculously nice. And they might actually help uh, Kathleen and me figure out how to do some of this in our own home. Or, you know, what we've really been thinking about, and if Kyle Gill's watching and listening, he knows, is starting from scratch and coming up with the dream home. Um, but if, if, in our case, it would be a tiny dream home because uh, I've got a forty-seven that I can put towards this, and, <laughs> uh, and I'm hoping we can do a lot with that
0: well we' we'd love to help you mike yeah. we've uh we've learned a lot about how to really do things cost effectively, so let us know when you're ready.
2: What have you okay l- let me just ask you a real quick question. What have you learned in the past year that you didn't know before because I assume you're learning something all the time about passive uh heat and cooling in a home.
0: well, you know, I think the biggest thing that we've done in the last year and this may be you were you may have even been here since then, but Basically, we changed the windows on our south side yes. of our house from double-pane to triple-pane, and that were made in Germany, and the R value of the windows is R11, which is the same as mm-hmm. your house probably is. So
2: it's, The insulation, right.
0: Yeah, in the glass, in the glass. So it's, uh, the, the materials technologies have constantly changed and improved, and uh, that's, that's really one of the keys and biggest improvements, I think, that are be- being made.
2: Uh, and I don't know if Ron Cowgill is listening, uh, and, and I, I, I hope he is because, uh, I mean, he's always talking about weather efficiency. As a matter of fact, he's coming over to my place, and we're going to fix mine a little bit. I mean, we're going to improve it. It's not going to be ever wonderful. I think
10: we should document that.
2: We are. We're going a, a, <laughs> to
10: be able to see it on Facebook Live.
2: Yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to do a little Facebook Live action. Did he talk about it on the show?
10: Yes, yes. I've been forcing him to talk about his social media on the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, Brandon. Yes. Uh, He gets a ding. (laughs) uh, And uh, he's going to come out, and we're going to increase the R value in the uh, attic. Excellent. uh, Make sure we get the proper venting. But here's the problem, Vic. Uh, I've I've had the infrared cameras take photos in my house, Uh and when you look at the windows and the walls, uh, there's more cold air coming in through the walls than there are through the windows. Okay? Well,
0: that's, yeah, that's probably just cold air coming through the wall. So mm-hmm. eliminating leaks is really a key thing. That's yeah, that's called infiltration, and there's a lot of unique things you can do there. So we can we'll talk, Mike. I'll help you figure that out. <laughs>
2: okay. All right. That's good to know. That maybe there's some hope because, and we did fix some of that. Uh, Ron and I came out. He came out to the house a couple of years ago. We went mm-hmm. into the basement and we foamed uh, along the joists all the way around the basement because he what he said is, look, you got this cooler down here. And you've got these air pockets that mm-hmm. go up through the balloon frame. And so it's basically you're sending the icebox up through the whole house. So we gotta stop yeah, yeah. We, you gotta stop that. And, and it's
6: causing weird currents. And in the so house.
2: he handed me yeah. the spray foam can and said, And the mask. Get and, to work. And really, <laughs> he he was just watching and videotaping, and yeah. uh and I nearly asphyxiated myself with that that that's nasty <laughs> stuff. Okay. That's, that's yeah, great.
0: that's those are the things you have somebody else do for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so no, they, no, are are you you
6: Vic, are you volunteering?
0: Well, I haven't done it myself either, so I do it a little. <laughs> Somebody who
12: has
6: a, a proper hazmat suit.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Well, oh, by, by the way, we did that too. Back, uh, I want to say, it had to have been fifteen years ago. Now, uh, we found out that we had asbestos um, in the in in the attic. Uh, we had no no insulation. We just had this asbestos. Uh, what do they call it? The vermiculite um and we had to have the guys in the hazmat suits come in and you know and they have the plastic mm-hmm. sheeting that they put down so you you can't get near any of it and the ha- and get out of the way and we're going to suck all this stuff out and if, at one point uh one of the guys made a misstep and he <laughs> stepped through our ceiling no. so yeah oh yeah oh yeah so we had to oh, fix the ceiling wow. I did that once yeah uh and, and on and on but we had we got the asbestos vermiculite out of there and then um, I rolled in the uh fiberglass batting in the uh, attic, not enough of course, as I figured out later, and probably half the r value I should have um and but the good news is that Ron came up into the ceiling uh into the attic uh a few weeks ago and looked at it, and he went, Wow, this is really neat. I went, yes, okay. Yes, at least, at least I did a neat job. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I said, "Really?" And he said, "Oh my goodness, you should see what people do and mm-hmm. how they throw this stuff in here." And it's well, all because they don't want to handle it. It's all over the well. You don't because then you itch. Yeah.
6: And then for you, days, then you know. It's cold water to get it off. And, and yeah. you're
2: sweating like a pig if you do it in any time except when it's 15 below. So you know that's the way it works. You uh, know, another
0: another option is cellulose, and it doesn't have that itchy effect. And it's a great insulator, and you can just blow it up as thick as you want yeah. up there, so, well, that's you want to add
2: it. Well, that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're yeah, we're okay. Oh, I right. I still have some cellulose uh, uh, blocks, cubes mm-hmm. that I bought yep. 15 years ago that are still sitting in the basement, so they're still good. Yeah. But we're going to blow those in, so there sure. you go. Sure, sure. Uh, enough of that. Let's talk about LEDs, all right, because we were talking about lighting in the city of Chicago, and you guys yep. are the— uh, and, and are we going to
6: give away another kit?
2: Yes, we should give away another kit. All right. Here's Brandon a,
6: needs something to do.
2: Yes. We're going to give away another of your kits for your mm-hmm. Anywhere, Anytime Garden in a Box. So, Polly, why don't you explain what an Anywhere, Anytime Garden in a Box is before we tell people how to win one?
12: Okay. Um, so it's our it's our our product that came out of our bigger lights. Everybody liked our bigger lights that really help you grow all kinds of, you know, great things. All right.
2: All right. Now, stop there. Okay. <laughs> you said they liked our bigger lights. I don't even know what that means. Oh, okay. okay.
12: So, so, we have LED lighting. Yes. In 17-inch in and 33-inch length at all right. this point. And we definitely heard from people who said, well, I'd like something smaller ah. that, that can really fit into my kitchen or a nook and a cranny. And a big thing is uh, a cat avoidance problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people have cats and they can't keep their cats away from their plants.
2: I so do not wanna... have that. I do not have that problem, by the way. My cat, <laughs> I have the best cat in the world. My cat does not. Come near my plants, and I'm so grateful for that. Gata, gotcha, well, this cat- is for you. There you
6: go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got a lot of likes.
2: Yeah. Some, yeah, the folks on Facebook like it when the cats don't rip up the plants. But now, so how do you fix this issue?
12: Well, uh, so now we have a little four-inch LED grow light, and that lets you put it in almost. The smallest area imaginable that you can cat proof, <laughs> and uh, but you can also put it on your kitchen counter. And, but it gives you a lot of power for, for growing herbs, leafy greens, uh, house plants that don't do well in the winter. Um, and then we combine that into a kit because we love growing with passive hydroponics. Um, passive hydroponics is, just means really simple growing uh-huh uh, no no dirt uh keep it super simple all the pieces are are basically renewable um we use clay pellets instead of dirt and with that system we want to teach people how easy it is so we put it all in a box with a nice instruction manual and our four inch light mm-hmm. and we call it the anywhere anytime garden in a box
2: i love it and we're in and, and um all you need is a mason jar, right?
12: Right, and then we give you everything else you need. We give you some seeds to start with, some nutrients, uh, the net pot that is that holds the clay pellets, and so if you, once you have your little box, as long as you have some mason jars, you can start growing.
2: That sounds great. Okay, so, so that would
6: be like lettuce and basil and leafy greens. Yep.
2: Yeah, yep. we're grown, we're growing some right now in the right now in the living room we got some going and now we have greens um I think we've got even some little kale with a little bit of lettuce mm-hmm. some arugula um and 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 what's amazing about that is uh when you're when you're doing a salad in the winter and you can throw in a little fresh arugula, it just it just changes the whole salad. It, you don't even need to fill up the whole bowl necessarily, uh, but you can. You can you can grow enough with that with the uh, mm-hmm. Happy Leaf Grow Light. So, here is how you win a Happy g- Leaf Grow Light the uh, the kit here the anywhere anytime garden in a box. Earlier in this show, I mentioned the degree Kelvin at which lights should be set for to keep us healthy, let's put it that way, and that the city of Chicago is probably violating right now. And by the way, Scott Wagesback is watching, and he wants us to send the information on the Neptune lawsuit. We'll get it to you, Scott. We're getting it to you. Um, but uh, what was the degree, Calvin, that I mentioned that lights should be at? 847-475-1590, 7th caller, do you remember what it was, Brandon, or do I have to tell you, too? He doesn't remember. We'll
6: write it on a piece of paper we'll and, write it it on the piece window. and we'll hold
2: it up on the window. Uh, <laughs> and if you call us and you're, uh, you got the right answer, first person with the right answer, 847-475-1590 gets the $65 Happy Leaf LED Anywhere, Anytime Garden in a Box kit. Okay? That's how that works. Uh, so... You've got that going, you guys. What else? You know, one of the things you talked—we talked recently, Polly—and I was fascinated um, by uh, your conversations with the folks who are interested in the LED lights the, who want to grow weed. You—you um, you had some very interesting dandelions. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> That kind of weed and Creeping Charlie and all that. Nope, not that kind of weed. You know what kind of weed I'm talking about. But the question becomes, uh, does, do your lights work for that? And this is not for me to just, you know, try to get all the folks who want to produce weed to come and buy your lights. I mean, that there's all, all kinds of issues there. But the question I have is, you know, it's become... Uh, a, a big deal. And usually if you see some of the, or if you've read about these operations, because I've never actually seen one, um, uh, there's intense light and intense heat. Uh, do, Does your lighting change the equation for that? Vic, maybe, do you want to talk about that? Sure,
0: sure. You know, our whole mission has been helping people grow food, but anytime you're growing food, you can also pretty much grow any other kind of plant. So what happened probably nine months to a year ago, Mike, was that we had a few uh, growers in the state of Oregon and the state of Michigan where it's legal, uh, either medically mm-hmm. or even even uh, recreationally. And they started using our lights. And we were always really curious because they they weren't sure themselves, and we weren't sure how well it would work. And nine months later, we're getting people who are sending us pictures every week with the results that they're getting with incredible feedback. I mean, the reality is they're saving 60 to 70% of the energy that they were using using high-pressure sodium lights. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, the results are incredibly good. Much less heat, so they don't have to have air conditioning. There's much, nearly as much air conditioning. So we have some really, really phenomenal results, and it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's something that I would have never expected I would be doing or you know, just even talking to people doing this sort of stuff. Um, since i've never grown it or tried it basically you know i'm learning a lot from from the people using our lights and it's uh it's a, it's a fun experience i can tell you i love learning as you guys
2: know yeah, i know you do you're uh, you're ridiculous in that regard you're an engineer yes i know it's, the guy's crazy <laughs> yeah. he just wants to keep learning don't you ever want to kick back dude <laughs> well you know
0: then that's when you get old so that's when you got to keep you know you got to uh-huh. keep going so <laughs>
6: So, so Polly, you were telling me you guys next Saturday are going to be at the Indoor Farmer's Market at the plant. Are you going to have some lights with you? Yeah. Yeah, that'll
12: be a great place if somebody wants to do some gift shopping or talk to Vic about uh, LED lighting. We'll be there. We're usually set up very easy to find near the front door. And we'll be there, I think it starts at 10 to 3. Don't ask me. And, <laughs> and, yeah, I think that's right. And then we will we sell the light because we bring them with us. We, you can buy the light for a little less than you'd buy it for on mm-hmm. our website, uh, any of the lights. And uh, we'll have the garden in the box there. Okay. So we hope people will. And the plant is just a great place to explore if you've never been there.
6: Yeah, it's Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday from 11 to 3, and it's at 1400 West 46th Street in Chicago.
2: So that's, that's their right. regular regular farmer's market? Indoor farmer's market. Yeah, they're really good about having uh, those regularly. They have one a month. Uh, and if you want more information about Happy Leaf lights, LEDs, go to happyleafled.com. You can see the picture of the kit, the garden in a box, the grow anywhere, anytime. You can see all the other lights. And, you know, mix and match. Choose for your own situation. Polly and Vic, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, you guys have a great holiday. We'll talk again great. soon. Thank, well,
4: thank
1: you.
2: Goodbye. Did you know it can
1: take up to three liters of water to produce just one liter of bottled water? In a Green Diva Minute, you'll learn more and be on your way to living a deeper shade of green. Over 22 billion water bottles end up in landfills each year, and far too many end up in our oceans and waterways. According to the Environmental Working Group, about 40% of bottled water is actually regular tap water that may or may not have gotten any additional treatment. They also confirmed there was at least 38 different low-level contaminants in bottled water and an average of eight chemicals. So, ditch the plastic water bottles, folks. Choose to filter water and use reusable bottles for your own health and to reduce plastic waste in landfills. I'm Green Diva Meg. Please visit TheGreenDivas.com to find useful Green Diva podcasts, videos, and, of course, lots of low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green. You can now enjoy local food all
6: season long at Winter Farmers Markets, hosted by many different Chicagoland houses of worship on select Saturdays and Sundays from now through April. Your purchase of local, sustainably produced food helps support regional farmers. The markets are organized by Faith in Place, a nonprofit which inspires people of diverse faiths to care for the earth through education, connection and advocacy for a market schedule and to learn more go to faithinplace.org <speaking in Spanish>
2: And if you can guess the language, you will win. No, you won't. Oh, okay. Hey, listen, folks. uh, uh, We had a bit of a miscommunication problem here. Uh, Several of you have called in and you got the the correct answer, uh, except that Brandon thought we were going to do the seventh caller. So um, so if you were scratching your head. And you and you thought you had it right, you did. So here's what I'm going to say. Call again right now, and uh, the first one of you guys back in here will win that. So get ready, dial, dialing for compost right now. Okay. Or dialing for Happy Leaf LEDs. 847-475-1590. And we apologize for the snafu. There was a miscommunication, but several of you have called, and you had the right answer. And you can call back 847-475-1590. And the first one we'll get and, and keep them on the line. We're going to get it. We're going to talk to them. We're going to make you talk on the radio as well. And you'll get the Happy Leaf uh, LED kit, the anywhere, anytime garden in a box. And one of the other uh, things we're giving away is, is from the guy who's also on the line right now. And that's Nick Fuller of Natural Communities Native Plants. Nick, good morning. Hello, how you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just said I'd I just reset that, and then You're like
6: I'd, dislike saying. And that.
2: then, well, and you know what? And then when I do the podcast, I'll just edit out that first part, <laughs> and then here we are. It'll be nice and smooth.
6: So Nick was supposed to be off doing a, a controlled burn this morning, and they're not burning. So we have why? Nick.
2: Are, why are they not burning, Nick?
9: Uh, you know what? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna guess that it's the w- we tested on Friday, and I think stuff just because the. You know, it didn't get real cold until recently. I think some of the, the fuels just haven't cured. so Some of the grasses are still a little bit green. Some uh, of the leaves are not dried out, stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, that's that might be true because it's been an odd autumn so far, and leaf drop and change has just been weird, as you know, as you've probably been watching, haven't you?
9: Yeah, it keeps, you know, it keeps, I think, getting worse every single year. It really throws off a lot of nature. Too, because you know, birds are kind of wondering what the heck's going on, and yep, a lot of the pollinators, you know, they're not lining up with the plant timing. So, plants emerge, the flowers emerge at a certain time, and then certain pollinators pollinate those plants, and those aren't lining up. They're, you know, nature's mm-hmm. kind of messed up. It is,
2: uh, and and it has serious consequences, and and even uh, well, even in the city. Uh, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, who says, Audrey? Audrey. I thought, she... okay, is she on the phone? Put Audrey on. Two seconds. Hang on. Nick, hang on a second. I will. Audrey. Audrey.
4: Hey, hey, hi, how are you guys?
2: Okay. Hi, Audrey Fisher, how are you?
4: Yeah, I love you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, except that I'm giving out wrong information. I thought it was the number I gave out before. You're saying I'm wrong.
4: Oh, no, I'm I'm just clarifying. 2,700 Kelvin yeah. is... is definitely better than anything the city is installing right now. Okay. And uh, it's tolerable, but um, I can tell you that 1,800 Kelvin, which is PC Amber, or 2,200 Kelvin is even, is the optimal. Wow. That's what we're really looking for in the residential areas. It has the minimal blue, and uh, what I can do is forward to you a, a, um, a map simulation that Fabio Falchi from Italy um, did just for mm-hmm. me as actually a Christmas present for last hey, year.
2: Hey, I, I, I actually just played that song in his honor because that was in Italian. I don't know if you realize so no, that. Bill
6: Turk said it was in Korean.
2: Was No, it was not in <laughs> Korean. It was in Italian. Italian. Uh, but uh, and, and, ah. you know, and, and Fabio was on the show with yes. you last year.
4: Yes, he, he is an amazing and one of the very best experts in the world. And um,
2: so and he okay.
4: did those map simulations to show what the city of Chicago would look like and our, our neighboring areas, a um, hundred miles in all directions, if we would go to PC Amber, which is 1800 or 2,200 Kelvin, um, versus 2,700 Kelvin versus, 3000
2: 4000 cetera. Here's the deal Audrey you know as well as I do we can't even get them to go down to 2700 Kelvin because they're going to say it's too dark people are afraid and uh and it's not about the the intensity of the light it's where you direct it as you and I know. You're
4: um, exactly right and we can we can prove that the efficiency is actually better with the softer candlelight colors and and I I'm just oh you know, just driving through the city of Chicago, they're being sneaky about this. They're putting in these brighter lights here and there and here and there. And then the next week they come in and they put in a little more. And they're gradually trying to get us used to mm-hmm. the super bright white, white lights. But the thing is, if people would really look at them, it, it's going to backfire. Because now they've got one single light, for example, on on for example, on Western Avenue in Chicago, which, by the way, is the third longest street in America. Who cares? But it could be the <laughs> the, the, the greenest street yep. in America. If yeah. We got our act together. Well,
2: well, I'll tell you what, Audrey. We need to talk about this. Here's what I'm going to do. I want to go out with you. We're going to take a camera. We're going to we're going to talk about this. We need to get city engineers to tell us where they're putting in lights. If we have to FOIA them, we will do that and get that information and find out where the lights have been installed because it's still going to take a while, and we're going to do a test, and we're going to bring experts in, and we'll measure it. Because you can do that. You've got the light meters, I assume, that can measure this, right?
4: Yeah, let's do it to it. And some communities are actually doing it right. But I'm just driving home from my brother's place in, in uh for Thanksgiving, we came through. I believe it's a section of Oak Lawn okay. that actually installed these halfway
12: decent
2: lights. Well, then, lighting. and that's what we do. Also, we do a comparison. So, I got to yeah. get I got to get back to Nick because we're using up his time. Hi,
12: Nick.
4: <laughs> uh,
2: uh, but uh, we will do that. Let's uh, you and I touch base, and we're going to do that real soon. And we're going to we're going to show how the lights are being put in the city of Chicago and maybe Tinley Park and elsewhere. We're getting information on Tinley Park as well. So,
4: Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Audrey. Thanks, Have Audrey. a great one. Bye, bye. Bye, Peg.
2: Um, and there we go. And we will do that because Audrey is with the Chicago Astronomical Society. Back to Nick Fuller from Natural Communities Native Plants. Uh, In talking about whacked out weather, uh, you know, lights do the same thing to plants, Nick. They they keep them going longer and they get confused not only by weather, Mm -hmm. but by lights.
6: And it confuses the pollinators at night?
9: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, uh, I said nature's messed up before, but we're messing nature up. I guess I, I should have said it that way. It's all We're doing all these kinds of different crazy things, and we're whacking everything out with light. But it also messes up bird migration. Um, it causes birds to sometimes run into buildings because they, uh, they visually have difficulty seeing it. There's all kinds of things that we're messing up uh, with light, too. Yeah, the photo period, so it's causing plants to, to bloom at incorrect periods mm-hmm. again. Um, causing the pollinators not to line up. I saw some plants underneath a streetlight uh, a street light recently that were blooming that should be blooming in like July.
2: Mm-hmm. And
9: they were blooming in October. Wow. So that is that's not a good thing. So
2: you think? Not good. Uh, <laughs> I'm just guessing here. Uh I don't I don't know. What do I know? And here we are again. It's in tomorrow it might be sixty. <laughs> just uh are you kidding me? Uh, we got uh, information from Rick DeMaio. and he. I
6: still have arugula blooming in the garden.
2: Uh, it doesn't surprise me. We we were harvesting kale and mm-hmm. beets, and uh, of course, beets beets there. is a different story. They're in the ground, so they'll 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 stay in a little longer. But uh, so there you go. But uh, on the whole, Nick, and by the way, uh, to let folks know, uh, we are still going to give away some of nick's packages and one of the things you're doing gift cards for the holiday tell me about the kind of gift cards you have there nick
9: uh so we've been selling gift cards for a while and uh you know a lot of times you know over the holiday season i think people are given away presents that you know uh, are not really the most environmentally friendly a lot of them end up in the garbage and uh what i'm kind of encouraging people to do is is just think about what you're giving people is that something that they're going to use and then, is it something that's going to be unique? And that's kind of why I think it's really cool to give away plants for Christmas because a lot of people don't give plants uh, because they're like, "Why would you give plants in the middle of winter?" But it's a pretty interesting idea. You can say, "Hey, mom, hey, dad, I'm going to give you a tree um, for Christmas because you know you plant it around that thing lasts for a hundred years. So it's kind of like a legacy that you're giving people. And it's not something that they're going to toss in the garbage in like a week or two. Week or two so um, yeah, we, so we have, uh, gift cards that we're giving away or we're not giving away. We're, we're
2: selling those right now. We're giving them it, away. You, we're giving them away. Cause you gave us yeah. four of them and we gave away, I think we gave one today Yeah, and we're going to hang on to some of those. And as the weeks go by, give out more of those gift cards to, uh,
6: and then they can decide what fits best in their yard. Sun, shade.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's the other thing that that's good for it's not. You know, I think folks uh, get the idea sometimes that one size fits all. All that you can put a coneflower anywhere and it's going to do great, um, which is not exactly the case, is it, Nick?
9: Uh, not exactly the case, but yeah, they're they're pretty tolerant of many many levels. But yeah, they they don't all go everywhere, and and native plants are pretty resilient, but they all still have their special areas they need to go into: wet, dry, sunny, shady. All that stuff. Too. Well, so, yeah, I, good certificates are a good choice for that.
2: Yeah, we got like a minute left. I'm just kind of curious. How did the year go? Do you feel like the, the, the message is getting out?
9: I definitely feel like the message is getting out. I think we're kind of at like a, a turning point in native plants. I believe a lot of communities, like in terms of, you know, government agencies, uh, a lot of businesses realizing, hey, if I plant native plants and I get rid of all this unused turf grass that we have. Mm-hmm. We don't have to pay people to mow it. We don't have the pollutants going in the air from mowing the grass. We don't have fertilizers polluting the ground. We have substantially less um, herbicides going into the into the ground and into our water. And I really think it's at a turning point because there seems like there's a lot of grants out there starting to fund this type of stuff. I know a lot of churches are starting to move in that direction. Um, and they're pretty. So yeah. I think it's just really turn in a corner i see kind of the excitement um surrounding it in my in my
2: world let's let's hope it's not too late okay i'm i'm looking at at some of the stories i've posted Mm. recently in the last week or so and i'm going hey this planet's in a lot of trouble okay merry christmas everybody uh (laughs) but uh, nick thanks so much if folks want more information they can go to naturalcommunities.net and and go in there and browse and see what's up uh you'll be happy to know nick that all of my plants except three right now got into the ground. So I got That's, I got three more that I'm either going to uh, put, put a lot of leaves on, put a lot of <laughs> leaves on, or just slam them in. Well, the next couple of yeah, days is a great. great time to do it because uh, it's it's crazy weather. Uh, Nick Fuller from uh, Natural Communities Native Plants. Thanks, live. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks. Happy holidays. Happy to do you. Here's the bad news.
6: One out of every six Americans doesn't know where their next meal will come from. So what's the good news? You can help. This year, instead of decorating your holiday table with flowers, use an arrangement of fresh, uncut fruits and veggies, which can be then donated to a local food pantry. Share a photo of your centerpiece with the hashtag AmpleCenterpiece, and you could win a $50 gift certificate to Gardener's Supply Company. Go to ampleharvest.org holiday to learn more.
7: Let's face it, sometimes we overdo physical activity. That's when to give Dr. Bonnie Flaster a call. Dr. Flaster is a chiropractor who treats back and neck pain, but addresses foot, knee, shoulder, and wrist pain too, all with gentle non-force adjustments. And she'll talk to you about your problems and work with you to devise the best treatment strategy. Find health tips at rivernorthwellness.com. Call Dr. Bonnie Flaster at 312-642-7545 and get back to feeling good
0: sound you hear is my
11: time machine letting me know it's time to return to our own world this is your talk
5: wcgo hang on
12: now listen my children and you shall hear a story fantastic and so full of cheer
5: oh yeah
2: it's all about i'll be the judge of (laughs) that
12: helpers three there's hard rock and coco
5: and joe now, Hard Rock's the driver up there by his sleigh. Coco reads maps and he shows him the way. If you're oh, from Chicago,
2: really you get no this. Joe. He takes if you didn't grow up in Chicago, soul. you have no idea.
5: <laughs>
2: we do this when uh, my group, the Frozen Robins, <laughs> and you can go to frozenrobbins.com to find out more. When we do caroling, um, we warn people. We say, if you're from Chicago, you will enjoy this. Uh, If you're not, uh, you can ask us what it's all about. And basically, it's folks who uh, have uh, watched Channel 9 forever and ever know about this because this is a very strange cartoon that was... um, You
6: can pull it up on YouTube, uh,
2: though. I think it's time to text Rick. Let him, I think... Rick? 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 Rick. Rick DeMaio. Hello. He's, he's getting
6: into hard rock and coco. Uh,
2: maybe maybe he is. I'm not sure. Welcome back to the Mike Novak show with Peggy Malecki. and I do believe that uh, Brandon has just answered the phone and I do believe in about uh, 5 seconds I will say good morning Rick DeMaio. and he will say Hey, good morning Mike. What uh, what club are you using on this hole? Are you out there? No, no, no. Are no, you no.
6: guys golfing tomorrow though?
2: i I'm thinking, No.
11: I wish I could. I got too much schoolwork to do. This is a busy time of the year for me, Peg. But uh, I, I'm telling you, it's um, it's definitely golfable weather, not only uh, today. Well, maybe not so much today, but for some people are. Uh, but definitely tomorrow and Tuesday, it's kind of spooky, isn't it?
6: Get Brandon out on the course.
2: It is a little spooky. it well, was on Friday. You were out Friday? Brandon, by the way, we got to take Brandon with us because uh, he actually knows how to golf. Uh
0: <laughs> as opposed to us. As opposed <laughs> as
2: opposed to us. He uh, he spent a lot of time where was it you learned how to golf, Brandon?
10: Uh Whiteman Air Force Base, Missouri, in the middle of nowhere. So they could either
2: drive how far into town? Uh two hours to Kansas City, two and a half to St. Louis. Or just stay out there and play golf and they played golf so he learned <laughs> he learned how to golf that way.
11: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna think twice the next time I stand up at the United Center and applaud the vets because obviously he's doing more than and protecting our nation he's he's protecting his uh, handicap <laughs>
2: there you go uh yeah but you're right this is this is crazy cuz we had our we had our december in november and now we're going to have
11: I mean like late october and late november i know it's kind of freaky um and i was just looking at some pictures it was um 4 years ago this weekend when I was driving back and forth from Chicago to uh, New York, and it was incredibly snowy, icy cold, which is what you normally get somewhere in the United States. If it's not here, it's it's somewhere. But um, that's the weird thing about this guy is it's it's pretty much coast to coast good weather. Um, and I, I was looking at sea surface temperatures anomalies off the coast of. Um, California around Oregon and Washington and mm-hmm. you know they've been pretty warm you know the, the talk of the town was you know this developing La Nina which you know when it's strong has a huge signal but what I haven't been able to do yet and I tried to do it yesterday but I just had too much other stuff going on in my house sometimes you have to like go. Oh, I think I really need to clean that closet <laughs> uh and other things right next thing you know you know, you're, you're, you're putting off the science for, you know, the domesticated stuff, which is important. Um, but I got a feeling that, you know, we haven't seen a pattern where you've had a moderately strong La Nina, uh, but still very, very warm temperatures um, off the coast of California. So they've had very, very wet conditions, northern Oregon. Um, well, I should say northern California, Oregon, and Washington. Seattle's had one of their wettest falls ever. And you look at these, you know, there's this wind flow coming in off the ocean. You know, Jackson Hole, Wyoming had phenomenal amounts of snow uh, through the last half of October, early part of November. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody booked ski trips for Christmas. And here they had three consecutive days of temperatures in the 40s and rain. So, it, you know, it, it, it's really weird. You don't get that stuff in Jackson Hole in late November. Um nor do you get 66 degrees in Madison, Wisconsin, um, last Friday, which broke a record, and 65 in Milwaukee last Friday, which broke a record. Uh, but we may get close to the lower 60s again um, Tuesday, maybe not so much Monday, but um, it, it, it kind of goes to show you that as much of the snowpack that we had across southern areas of Canada um, into northern areas of the Dakotas and Minnesota and Wisconsin – didn't have much effect on keeping us cold in the last half of November, so it's again we got to go back and and kind of rewrite these rules that we used to kind of you know lay lay a lot of long term forecasting on.
2: Yeah, you know that I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking, and you had said before, mm-hmm. uh, and some other people I had heard talking about it. I think yeah. I think Tom Skilling did. They were saying, well, oh, yeah. you know, what's the weather looking like? And Tom would say, well, we've got a lot of snowpack out there, so right. it's going to be cool. <laughs> And now yeah. he he's got to go back like you and and reevaluate.
11: Yeah, and and even you know I was you know I was talking to Paul Murzach, who's you know a thirty year vet from the Weather Service, and we share an office at Lewis University. Mm-hmm. And Paul is funny. He's like, I've seen that happen before, and it didn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, and I love that because Paul is always not afraid to take a chance on on dismissing these quote unquote old wives' tales, if you want to call them that. Um, or, we gotta, or, come, we gotta, we
2: gotta come up with another phrase for that. How, yeah, how about, know, how about myths? We'll just say myths. How's that?
11: Yeah, I know that. that old that far, was old farmer's I, I almanac that. tales. There we yeah. go. Old farmer's almanac. Yeah. That's a good way of putting the tag. But it, it does, it does kind of make you question stuff because, um, this pattern even two weeks ago was looking like it was going to get pretty darn cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's flipped now. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, because what we've seen happen before, and I remember 2015, we had one of the warmest Novembers ever, and then we had 11 inches of snow on the week before Thanksgiving, and then it all went away, and we had one of the warmest Decembers on record, but that was also a very, very strong El Nino. This one is getting kind of tricky, and what I worry about is when you have zonal flow like this, you end up building a lot of cold air across southern Canada. Uh, But right now, over the next week, it doesn't look like that's going to come down. So I guess the thing to do is enjoy this while it's here, right? Now, don't Mm -hmm. try to make too much of it and don't try to say, I wish you wouldn't have come with so much cake. Now I have to eat it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I would say to folks is, if they're like me, and they had some plants that they didn't get in the ground. Garlic, now, now's the time to yeah. get garlic. Get your garlic in the ground. Get your, your spring bulbs in the ground. This would be a perfect time to do that if you hadn't done it yet. In the next, what, three? How, how long will this last?
11: Oh, Mike, take easily until Wednesday. I mean, even Thursday and Friday look like they're going to be in the 50s. But this is this is really phenomenally warm. In fact, if you notice, even though we've had some cold weather, the grass is pretty green. And yeah. you, you look outside, you go, okay, now it looks weird because there's no leaves on the trees except for a few, of the, you know, the holdovers, and the grass is green. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of odd, but the grass is probably getting more sun now than it did two, or three weeks ago when there was a lot of leaves on the trees. We were so darn cloudy. So it's kind of odd just from an observing standpoint. The grass actually looks greener now than it did two weeks ago. I don't think I've ever said that before no. in late November. And, you know, <laughs> all that, that rain because, probably helped too. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Peg. Not only the rain, but we never got super-duper cold. Um, And the grass is like, well, you watered me, and it's sunny, I might as well grow. (laughs)
2: Might as well. Um, Why not? Got nothing else to do.
11: Uh, All right, so— I know the the music's coming in, so uh, low 50s today, mid upper 50s tomorrow, and low 60s on Tuesday and a little bit cooler Wednesday and Thursday.
2: And when does the real cold weather hit at all?
11: Oh, probably not until maybe the next seven days. All <laughs> right. Well, we'll, we'll be talking more about this next week
2: as well. We'll check with you then. Thanks, Mr. Oh. DeMaio. See you guys. Thanks, All Rick. right, bye-bye. And I want to thank Michelle Byrne-Walsh for being on the show and Polly McGann and Victor Zadaray and Nick, Nick Fuller. Fuller and Audrey Fisher and Brandon Magalski and your dad. Brandon, until next Sunday, go green or go home. Yes,
12: it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know.
10: I slept through the whole thing.
2: Well,
12: you didn't miss much.